Uh, this is Triple M's homegrown right around the country, 52 stations and on the brand new listener app. It is an absolute pleasure to have these guys in the studio. Lucky enough to be sharing the stage with them for over 10 years. One of the hardest working bands, catchy songs. You know who it is. You ever seen this before? You have Delta Riggs. I've heard this one before. Incredible. Yeah. Talking in your sleep. This yeah. one as well. I know this one too. And they are back, and it's good. It's good, lads. That's one of the best intros we've ever had, I reckon. I'm welcoming Elliot, Monty and Jesse, Triple M's homegrown. Welcome, lads. Good to see you. Hello, Matt. Nice to see you too. Man, it's so good to see you again. You're right. We have been um, sharing stages for a long time. Yeah. We've been big fans of you guys forever. I remember the first time I ever heard you guys on Triple J. Oh, I'm going to say that. No, no, go for it. Yeah. I can say Triple J. Of course. Yeah, yeah. First time I ever heard you guys, which is on Triple J. um, Do you know when you like hear a band or you hear a sound and you're like, and you, you already... I was like, this is the new Vines. This is awesome. Yeah. Because I loved mm. the Vines. So I was like, this is the new Vines. And then they, they do the back announce. I was like, and that was uh, a new band called British India. <laughs> I was like, no, that wasn't them. That was the Vines. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, and, but, but also, because the Vines are one of my favorite bands, yeah. then British India, you guys were on my radar immediately because I, I kind of picked up on that yeah. that sound. So I've been, I was a fan of you guys before we actually even... Met. Played or met. Well, likewise, yeah. I remember yeah. seeing you guys in Melbourne performing, and it's just, it's crazy. Um, does it feel like it's gone quick for you guys? Or do you feel like it's gone slow? No, well, it's been 13 years. So, yeah, it's, it's like when you think of it, and like, you know, whoa, okay, I've known these guys for so long. And yeah. It's just like those things that feel like that was so close, like six years ago, feels like two years ago, but then the 10 years ago, it feels like 30 years ago. Or, yeah. Or... Also, something, sometimes things will come up because, you know, you, as you know yourself, like being in a band, you have these conversations and, and you just, you're so uh, overstimulated when you're on tour and it's been, it has been, it's been, you know, over 10 years. Yeah. And a th- thing will just come up that'll like kick your memory. Monty and I were talking about the other day, just like leaving Austin. We were on a tour and seeing an armed, like hold up about to happen outside of a uh it was like a not a denny's yeah like, yeah, yeah, like this guy was crouched down with like a semi-automatic with a motorbike helmet on and i was like we, yeah, we're driving we stopped for gas memory. i think and yeah, yeah well i mean so much stuff this is what I'm, i mean like so yeah. much stuff happens that you're like it all gets kind of put in this little box somewhere and it takes someone to like pull a little piece of string yeah, and I'm then yeah. all the stories come out you know but yeah. you know as there's been how many sh- Shows have we done? We're like, yeah. you can't, you can't, don't know. You know, and, and what happens after every show? A lot of stuff all the time. Totally, man. We're so, going to get on that a bit later. But yeah. I, I want to ask, like, does it feel like um, when lockdown happened for you guys, did you take a moment to kind of reflect on everything you've done? Like, was there a moment where you were just like, because you had so much time and we weren't able to tour and it's so weird for us to stop because we're away every weekend and then you did, were you just like, man, I can't believe I did that then. I can't believe that this happened there. Yeah. It was like a moment for kind of reflection in a way. I, like, I, I, yeah, go, you go. Uh, it's like sometimes like feels like you're a third person looking in on yourself, like looking back to the past and you're like, whoa, that was, mm. that was really like happened. Lifetime. I, obviously COVID was confusing for all of us, you know, but still there is. was, there still is, you know, yeah. some people, uh, you know, Europe, for example, uh, and convinced it doesn't exist anymore. And I'm kind of, I'm into that Ready, mindset, yeah, 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 yeah. but, um, <laughs> You know, I'm getting ready for monkeypox, so that's the next crazy. <laughs> yeah. it, was, it used to be yo-yos and marbles. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, what you were just saying then is like, it's so true. You you kind of like had that moment in COVID to kind of stop and be like, hang on, did all that stuff happen? Because I was, in that time, I was thinking, am I going to be telling like my grandchildren? Like, oh, well, we all used to get in a bus and, you know, tour through <laughs> Europe and, yeah. and they'd be like, but grandpa, how did you... 
social distance in a tour bus. I'm like, well, it was before all that, and we used to kiss each other on the lips, and we used to do it, you know, like. But now it's like in this post-COVID world, like you're scared to just like share a ciggy if anyone even does that anymore. Yeah, totally. Yeah, fully. Or scared to just smoke a ciggy. Yeah, or just which is what you should be scared of. Out of the (laughs) (laughs) well, out of the COVID thing, just while we're on it, it was I felt it was like hard to get going again because we'd had all that time off. And it's like, okay, we've got to yeah. book a van and we've got to book a show and we're doing a show and we're leaving the, cu- like it's happening. And it's like, we used to do this all the time. Why is it every weekend? So yeah. hard now. Yeah. And it's because we got, so, we're adaptable creatures. Of course. We got so used to being in the little shell of our home Man, it was walking around the block or whatever you could I do. Know. Adult li- like, and you would, you would relate to this. So like there was the first time in my adult life. That I got my weekends back because you know being in a touring band, oh, you're yeah. away from Thursday to Sunday. You miss you, everything. You come yeah. back. You miss everything. You've missed yeah. a decade of your friends' birthdays. You've yeah. missed you know your partners like special occasions, New family Year's, events, all nice. this stuff. Most and and so you know to to have my weekends back and be able to go to like the botanical garden, like make some sandwiches and go to the botanical gardens mm. and just sit there and read the paper or something was like oh. This is what normal people get to do, and this yeah. is awesome. And yeah, we so it was got, just you got used to it. So yeah. then, yeah. then there's just the sheer fact of having to get in a van and drive for two hours at wherever. Yeah, it's just like, whoa, how did we do this so effortlessly? Before, yeah, good call. Guess, you know, you and, do you do wonder about the bands, and there is a lot of great. Obviously, Australia has so much great musical talent. Those bands that that came up through that period, because there was a lot of bands like. like uh, you know, that that country singer from Melbourne that I'm a big fan of, Gina Rose Bruce. I don't know if you know her. She's, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, and I really thought she was, you know, she was, she'd got some UK shows announced. The album was really well received. And I was like, oh, she's going to be, she's going to be like the next Courtney Barnett. This is going to be awesome. And then like COVID happened and it's, you know, it's, yeah, the it's impossible like, well, it's to keep of, it. So it felt like we released our last record, Modern Pressure. I remember. End of 2019. Kind of started getting some momentum. Went on a, a you know, New Zealand tour with the Sticky Fingers dudes, massive yeah. arenas. Came back and did Billy Idol with Gene up stadiums. You know, like, we were we were G like kind of building. Okay, twenty twenty, we're gonna be. It's gonna be a good year. Then it's like boom, and then it was like now we've felt like yeah, man. it's all a big pullback. But it's, we're luckier than some. It's all well. about momentum, isn't it? Like yeah. you're right. Like I was taking to like Spacey Jane, Sly Withers, friends yeah. of yours. I had in here last week, Bootleg Russell as well. Oh, like yeah, us. Yeah. Yeah. They're, yeah, they're like coming up, and it's just yeah. like it's. You're right. It's just such a reset, and it can be so hard sometimes. Yeah. But Kind of feels like we're coming out now on the other side. Yeah, and it's just over. There's a lot going on. Yeah, as well. There's a lot of shows. On. Well, everyone from the Wiggles to the Whitlams are touring right now. <laughs> yeah. so, that's the promo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and and if you want to catch the Delta Rigs, yeah, you really got to you know it's it's got to search it out. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's true. It's 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 there's definitely and and it's totally understandable because we've all been you know not working. We're all like everyone wants to get back out on the road and yeah. and. But yeah, that comes with its own perils as well, and I don't want to get into more no, negative, negative COVID stuff. But, yeah, yeah you know, totally, good. totally. Yeah. So, it, but in that, you know, you guys were keeping busy as well, working with uh, Haley Mary all day as well. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, we did yeah. a few records. We um, did, and I still do play with Haley Mary live most most of the time as well. She's great, she's, man. She's unreal. Yeah. Her voice is just incredible. But, but yeah, Ellie and I worked with Scott. Horsecroft up at the Grove on a few projects. He just called us up. How so good, it was kind of, we were work. we were doing music yeah. during COVID. And then we started working with Dan Sultan a bit as well. And doing, Sick. I just played a few shows with him recently. That was cool. Yeah. yeah. That's and Ellie's fun, doing the dope lemon stuff. And yeah. so, so we've been doing very active in the music world, but just not as the rigs as much, I guess. So it was, it was kind of like a good opportunity to do that. I was going to say, is it like, is it better for the rigs like all up? Cause sometimes it's good to go out and do your individual things to kind of satisfy that itch. So when you get back and 
like fuck man i missed you guys yeah. like this is the fun to get you know get everyone together yeah. i think that's actually it's a good point that the one reason that we have managed to stay together all of this time because people ask us that a lot you know you, you mentioned at the start of this interview like bands it's very hard to keep a band together yeah we have always for a uh, good 10 years been uh two of us in sydney and two of us in melbourne yeah and it's exactly that when we get to meet up with each other we're so excited to see each other again. yeah i love that we're like it's this real great camaraderie that's like it's exciting to go and meet up with the band again so i don't think any of us really ever felt like we needed to go off and do any solo stuff this stuff that monty's talking about was because we were inactive and we had nothing to do and we we just turned up we were like the the we just we know we're working with this producer called Scott Horsecroft, who's a great friend of ours. I think you've worked with him. Yeah, 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 we have. Yeah, you know, um, is he still? Is still at EMI? I can cut this out. Nah, he's to... he's he's doing Universal stuff now because okay. Michael Taylor's. Um, yeah, gotcha. Kind of gone, gotten sick, so okay. he's looking after. Not well, yes, yeah, sweet. Okay, yeah. cool. But yeah, and, we were just the guys. Like, I think half of it was like, we, you know, with Scott Horsecroft, it's like we obviously can play. So, and it, we're, we've been doing rigs records. I do all the yeah. drums on the records. I yeah, don't know yeah, if you yeah. Get. yeah. So yeah, this, yeah. With this rhythm section is pretty well established. But also Scott, he just likes us because we we get we like to get a little bit loose. Yeah. You know, so he wants like, he's yeah, trying the, to get some some crew up to his studio. Yeah. To like have a bit of a time. So he feels comfortable. Like, you know, we'll put on Sleepy Jackson records and go start to finish and drink some wine <laughs> yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. And like yeah. when the when the artist has gone to bed, you know, like it's like Scott, that. Elliot, and I will be up. You know, like it's. Kind of like, like the old, the old mob yeah. just like yeah. hanging out there. Uh, but you, I feel like you kind of need that as well, like, and because you, you kind of miss that interaction because you're so used to it doing in a band, right? And Scott would have missed that because COVID, he's not yeah. having bands come through. So you can't really, go away. Yeah. I think kind that's like part together. of his producing uh, technique as well. If if he is working with like a, you know someone like All Day, uh, like and like uh, yeah. Tom's a legend, and he's and he's also a great songwriter and knows exactly what he's doing. But I yeah. think Scott's trying to bring in that band element, uh, which can only really come from. A lot of years of playing, to, you know, it's yeah. an unspoken thing. You know, you, as a drummer, you know what I mean. Like mm. it's like you got to um, set up that musical relationship, uh, which can take years to to marinate. You know, yeah. and then, like and then, but once you have kind of got it, it's like that. Can you can just like a cut and paste it? Onto yeah, anything. it's kind yeah. of like you can play drums and bass, but then it's like if you've got the minutia, yes, all mm. intertwined together, yeah. it's like there's an energy and a vibe that just happens. It's... You're not going to get that from a session player. You need yeah. to be like yeah. rock and rollers that have like spent years just have feel know. and swing, yeah. and you know yeah. can play around a click track and do all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Not so robotic. And I feel like working with all day, like I feel like it's a progression for artists like that too, because eventually. They want to play a gig with a full band. Mm. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I know that they did. He did a few like sessions, a few of those songs with um, Johnny and Mason from DMAs as well, and like Chochi from X Gang of Us was in. Oh, cool. So it was like it was quite. Scott kind of pulled together a cool bunch of musicians for that that project. So we were just stoked to be able to work and 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 play and be involved in in stuff during the the connection as well with the you know even through like actually forgot about that they did do a couple of songs with the dmas guys but we've been friends with those guys for years Mm. and we're quite good friends with johnny took who's you know engaged to Haley mary lovely guy so when we Mm. moved into that record then we we were calling him tookie tv because he used to he johnny took like you know (laughs) i've never seen anyone get as wasted in a in a recording studio (laughs) and we get wasted you know like that's like I'm like, he I'm f- talk- thinking about his ourselves. eyes open at one point. <laughs> yeah, but, like... but he seems so down to earth and he just seems so lovely. I can't oh, even imagine that. No, 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 he it's harmless. Yeah. It's like, yeah. just, just like a beautiful. He still remains lovely and, and down to earth. Yeah, he cool. Just gets, like, he, he goes, you, you lose Amazing. him. Amazing. 
The jangle gets janglier. The jangle, yeah. Gets janglier, yeah. I was listening to these stories out on just circling back to the Doplemon thing. Our, one of our road crew guys on this tour was, uh, he'd, he'd done every, he's an English guy, you know, done Wings, Paul McCartney, done yeah, no uh, way. Joe Cocker, he'd done uh, any, anyone you really mentioned, he'd pretty much done them. Van Morrison, you know, like. Love and, that. And he was talking about Joe Cocker just being like, just the, the amount that he was able to like physically drink, um, that he would do these tookisms, these jo- like he would fall asleep, like on the side of the stage at soundcheck with his eyes open and stuff. You know, <laughs> yeah. like it was like I'd never seen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Johnny is like he's a big, he's bigger than us. He's got a big. He's a you know. Well, he was like, a champion swimmer. You know. Was he? That really? explains shoulders the shoulders. So, yeah, he I was, can yeah. picture that. He too. still holds. The eleven-year-old record for like fifty-meter freestyle in in New South Wales. Really? He is the he's the I'd record holder. I'd love to holder. see him go. I what think, or it just got broken. I, I I don't don't you know quote me on that. No, but it's, he's cool. held the eleven-year-old record for a long, long, long time. I wonder if his brother Maddie got into it as well. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think. Well, they there. do have similar shoulders. So yeah, the frames. They're very similar. Everything except hair. Unfortunately, um. Yeah, I mean, Maddie. Maddie's a legend as well, and he's. While we're quickly, how was the Dope Lemon tour? I follow Angus, and I, you know, I've seen him live a million yeah. times. I love that project. What, yeah. What's it like, kind of being involved in that and seeing it overseas and yeah, touring? And well, it wasn't the um, we we did a tour there in tw- like right before the Stickies one that Monty was talking about in 2019, which was at the last time I was in Europe. Yeah, and but I'd actually I've been involved in Dope Lemon since around like from the the start of it, like before it even actually had a name. It was um. Literally, I just got a call from Angus one day. I I had an an argument with Andrew Stockdale from Wolfmother. I was doing <laughs> Wolfmother at the time, yeah. and I I couldn't quite figure out whether he'd fired me or not. Like I I didn't know, and I just also didn't care at that stage. So totally. it's like, but I did go back to to Sydney, and I was kind of a bit bummed. Like, all right, well, what am mm. I going to do now? And Angus called me up, and he's like, "Man, I'm trying to do something, and I just want." you know, some, some, some crew around me. So I went up and we started like, we were at this, did, did you ever guys ever go to the Corona house? Do you know that? No, no, never. So we were like the original recordings and I've still got some of them of that first Honeybones album. I don't know how well you know the the project. Okay. So like Honeybones, for example, the original recording of that, which I've got goes for like 38 minutes. I, I remember listening to that. Yeah. I was showing you that night. Yeah. 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 Cause we, yeah. Cause we did all the, all the, the way you do, what is it? There's a bunch of songs on there. You know, anyway, that that were just like what we would call special ops. We would start at 1.30 in the morning and we would just go through. Speaking of the falling asleep thing, I've, Angus, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like I've seen Angus put himself to sleep. Like Angus, <laughs> I've, we've, been, we've been recording and Angus is like nodded off for five minutes and then like woken back up and just keeps playing and it's that's like, a take. It's like that's, yeah, it. that's it that's it yeah <laughs> that was just this magical moment where this there was some separation but yeah that that's been going on since i don't know it's a decade or so 2014 yeah I think it's oh started. man i'd love to get him in he seems like just such a legend yeah he's yeah, super chill if you get him on the right days he can be really funny as well yeah because cool. he's he does he's like you know obviously he's in that situation with like you know people like paul kelly who mm. sucked me out of my poo yesterday <laughs> <laughs> i wanted to go to the bathroom and um we're at the bakehouse. Yeah, and uh, I walk in there and like Paul Kelly's in there and I'm like, I can't do this yeah. in front of a national treasure. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got to, I, and, but they, once you know that Paul Kelly's in the building, it's you like, can't you can't poop. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's a kind of the, a little bit the same with Angus. Like he's been a national treasure yeah. since he's like, I, not really his fault. It's like big jet plane just went, you know, and he's just stuck in this mold of like, but he also 
realizes the ludicrousy of you know this industry. It's like of course, it's, yeah, yeah. it's ridiculous. Like I can't even believe we're still. I can't even believe you want to talk to us about it. It's like it's Absolutely. you know yeah. the whole thing's a farce. But like it's cool when you when you meet really successful artists like that, like Angus that. He can like see the the, the humor in yeah, the kind yeah. of what he does. So yeah, the Europe was great. The band are doing really well there. Cool. I think we'll be back there pretty soon. Yeah, you know, see. it's yeah, it's a it's a ongoing project. I'm that yeah. I hope that doesn't end. So, well, yeah. I, this is the guys. I've got to say, I, I I completely mean this. When when I heard this for the first time. So good, guys. Like. Talk to me about the process. About we were talking a little bit about it earlier, but when you were hearing this one back, you're like, "This is this is a hit," you know. It this was is it like kind of started out as as uh, like I was just recording some stuff at home, yeah, and had this real kind of it was like, sounded like a Vines grungy kind of song, yeah. And then I played this to Johnny Took actually, nah. and showed him, and he goes, "You should take Go Empire of the Sun on this," yeah. And I said to Rudy, our other guitar player that's not here, and we I was down in the studio with him, kind of pulled it together and, and then changed a few things around, and it ended up in this like kind of world yeah then ruben heard it from peaking dark and 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 he's like kind of started giving us all these like oh why don't you do this with it why don't you do this with it yeah. and we're like why don't you just produce it and then elliot kind of heard the song and he's like Sick. this is awesome this should yeah, be a yeah, rig yeah. song and then from there we kind of like made it more us what's but, ruben like to work with oh, he's the best he's yeah, awesome cool. he's so positive <clears throat> he's such a he's, fun he's so psyched cool. everything cool. everything's yeah. rad he's like really good at like you know attention to detail and like yeah, getting yeah, yeah. deep on a song he's yeah he's just a, a sweet guy it's yeah. not like when you think about that whole world which is kind of even though we're all in the you know this like we're all in the music industry but it's like everyone kind of stays in their lane like the rock guys hang out with the rock guys yeah. and the dance guys hang out, like and so with peking duck we've always been mates with those guys for some reason yeah. they're always a bit more rock and roll yeah you know like somehow yeah. but like also when we got in the studio with him and like ruben was blowing my mind some of the this is probably boring, you know, no, no, production stuff, but like some of the, his production approaches, we just from our rock world. and roll world, we'd never thought about, you know, like for example, like one of the things that he did, which just blew my mind was like, we, man, we needed like a, a, a bottom end four to the floor kick drum in this, you know, it's like to get that dance thing going. He's like, no, no, no. What you do is you actually put the, the kick drum into the snare, but you kind of bury it. And then when you mix it, it sounds like a four in the floor, but it doesn't take up the real estate so we can boost the vocals up. And I was like, Sick. Love I've it. never heard of this yeah. before. Cool. This how is cool. like how dance cool. music. Which is why it kind of, that the, the sound of, of the, the finished product, yeah. it kind of has this kind of sound that's still Delta Rigs in, a, in, in the world of the Delta Rigs, but it's mm. got this kind of their thing yeah. that's on it's, it. And it's also that push and pull from like, like someone coming from like the electronic kind of world of like dance music where everything's like kind of on the grid. They're always like striving for that, uh, like more organic kind of element of like, Mm. and like we're, we were sort of like coming from the other angle of like, we want to sort of like sort of delve into that a bit. And it's like kind of a, it was like, I think that's always been the, you know, the vines have come up twice now in this interview, now the third time. And actually, to caveat that, let's do a fourth time because <laughs> the touring bass player from Dope Lemon yeah. is actually Brad, who was originally in the Vines. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And well, so, and and the the Vines dr- old drummer Hamish plays in Wolf, in Wolf Mother, Mother, which it's, is the second it's time we've crazy. Wolf Mother. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, but even with those guys, like Hamish, when I first joined Wolf Mother and I was in the band with Hamish, I was more excited that I would be in a hotel hanging out with Hamish from yeah. the Vines. It's like, pretty cool, right? I was like, oh my god, like, yeah. Mm. 
this is actually like a, you know one of those little like totally man. Like, it's a pinch yourself moment. Pinch yourself moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so fourthly on the vines, there's an actual <laughs> direct reference to the vines in the real electric song. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah, where which is, this is a Monty's really good at writing these big choruses because he loves Liam Gallagher. So I think when he's writing them, he's like <laughs> imagining imagining himself with his hands behind his back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but uh, we say uh, bricks in windows were highly evolved. Which is a tip of the hat to obviously the Vines. One of the greatest record. debut albums yeah. of all time. Great album. Well, guys, I'm stoked for these shows. Like everyone can't wait. Like the demand's been really huge here. So, but before you guys leave, I want to play a little bit of a game with you. All right, this uh, this game is called. I took a walk Eddie Current Suppression Ring. So this game is called uh, Memory Lane. So what I've done is I've gone through your gig history, and I've plucked the most random ones out, and I want to see if you remember them and what you remember about them. Okay, so I do this with all the artists. I love this game. So what we're going to do right now is we're going to go back to uh, 2010 when you played Big Sound with this band. Boy and Bear. Boy and Bear, yeah. Megan Washington, Bridezilla. How was Big Sound in 2010? Do you guys remember that in Brisbane? I, I do Vaguely remember I, it. I it do was remember our first it. thing that we it, kind of we it had was our some, first notice from like yeah we had industry. some buzz. The, one of the I did one of the stupidest things of my career at yeah. this show. I don't know if this is actually going to make it. <laughs> Dude, where can but, we go? Well, okay, so we were, we were what was that? We just went and saw that Kiwi band there just recently the, that we took oh, the Butlers. Yeah, the it Butler. was Woolly Mammoth. That? Woolly, Woolly, that's not the Woolly Mammoth. No, uh, up the B- B- Black Bear Lodge. Black Bear Lodge. Oh, Black yeah. Bear Lodge. So we're at Black Bear Lodge for this. Yeah, and um. We were in Ra Ra Radio, which at the time was on high rotation on Triple J. It was yeah. like our third song in. And this like kind of like 19-year-old like sweaty punk kid just like leaned over the fold back and just like presented a, a, a bottle of Amel. And what? Well, this is not something that I would ever... <laughs> no, we keep going, we keep going, we roll it. It's not something that I would ever, you know, it's not yeah, my drug of choice. Yeah. I'm a pretty upbeat kind of guy, you know. Yeah, like of course, I of course. go the other way, but like mm. I just in my mind... While we're in a, at a showcase show for the music industry with like four major labels there, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Alberts, who we ended up signing our publishing deal with, like I just like grabbed it off him and you just went for it. Went for it, like, and I just remember, like, I was like, as I was sniffing, all of a sudden I was just on my knees. I just like it, just like completely yeah, took the yeah, wind yeah. out of me. I don't even remember when that I came back out of it. I was like, why would you do that? Like, <laughs> this is so stupid. Like, this is like. We're in like this really fast song, so yeah, yeah, I remember I remember that very well. We're in big sound when we did that. Yeah, it was a good time. Guys, go one year later. Uh, the the festival that is no more, unfortunately. But you guys played Pyramid Rock 2011 with this guy. Yeah. So yes. there go to a few. Uh, Philip Island. Do you remember? Yeah, and you know, yep, and you know who was there? Talk to me. Well, hang on. This is you. You've got something else. <laughs> no, again, no. But this I'm is like, your story that you already told with the, with Reedy and uh, Access All Areas Pass. No, that's that? a, no, that was a different <laughs> festival. Pyramid that was, Rock. That was Groove in the Moo. Okay. Right. Anyway, we King Cannons were playing, and that's Luke. Remember King Luke, Cannons? King yeah. Cannons, and we saw them for the first time, and Luke, we've become good friends with post Sick. that down the track. Do you know King he, Cannons? Yeah. yeah. Remember yeah. And Luke? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. You old. You yeah, old. Yeah. 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 So I'm, I've, I, and that was actually, again, we keep mentioning this, but it was, it was it, we'd won Triple J on Earth to play that. Oh, like, no we, way. That that's was cool. Our, you know, when they put people yeah, yeah, on, yeah. That, was the, that was that year. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. That's great. Now, the big day out you guys did with. Tool. Did we? Black Keys. Uh, It was on your gig history. Uh, The Vines also played that one too. It would have been. Yeah. 
Either maybe 2011, 2012. It was the Goldie one. The Goldie, yeah. Right, so yeah. you played one of them, yeah. How was that? Yeah, I mean, I don't remember. I remember you know, I do I remember this. We, we I closed. Remember, I, remember, I do. We I closed it with an Iggy Pop. We closed with an Iggy Pop song. Love uh, with, that. Um, which song? Um, yeah, the one. The one we used to play. No, 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 no. That's MC5. Kick yeah, out right. the jam. <laughs> yeah, right. That is. Kick out the jam. No, but we did. We didn't finish with MC5. I'm pretty sure we finished with an Iggy Pop. Song. It was. It was. Yeah. It was. It was. That uh, Aaron that. used to love that. Yeah, song. yeah, yeah. Did you go to the after party? Always at the big yeah. day out, yeah, yeah, even yeah, before pretty... we were performing there. This I is because remember... we're, we're boys from the Gold Coast, so we used to sniff out the after parties. It this used to be big... at the, sh- uh, no, the, the hotel. Sheraton, the hotel, the Sheraton lobby, the bar. lobby bar, and yes. then it got, and then it moved to. Uh, it was across the road from the Marriott. Uh, I don't want to say the Intercontinental. It was but... that one. Yeah, and I remember seeing Scott Russo from Unwritten Law punishing Noel Gallagher once when I was, but like, mind you, I should not have been there. No. But I was there, but I saw it At least all you happening. weren't punishing Noel Gallagher, yeah. though. Yeah. 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 So I, I remember that from one big day. I'm so, you you I'm learned so, how to do it. That's how that. I learned I'm learned so fresh. Like, with the Gallaghers, it's like it's very, you know, you, you can always, you're always pretty in, within, you know, grasping reach of the Gallaghers. And yeah, I, yeah, I had yeah. another situation with Noel where I was like, I was so excited to meet him. I thought it was going to be this big thing. I was in, I think, like, Norway or something, and, like, Anyway, we turned up and like our dressing room was directly opposite Noel Gallagher and the High Flying Birds. I'm like, this is fantastic! Like, this is the perfect. This is okay, it. Yeah, it's my time. I'm gonna I'm gonna march in there and be like, "Hello, how you doing? I'm Elliot Hammond. I'm a, I'm a huge fan. You know, I love what's the album that we like. It's not the one. It's yeah, like, Heathen Chemistry. Heathen Chemistry. Yeah. And anyway, so it all went to plan, and then I heard this acoustic fire up, and I'm like, oh, Noel's here. So I like got myself all ready. And I like marched in there all comfortably, walked straight into his dressing room. And he looked up, like he was like looking at his guitar. He looked up at me with the like the scariest <laughs> eye. Like this, this, this expression said, I dare you to start a conversation <laughs> with me. Try me. Like, and I just went, I freaked out. I was just like, Oh, sorry, Mr. Gallagher. I'm in the wrong room. I didn't. I shouldn't be here. I'll see you later. And I just turned around with my tail between my legs and I left. But went in there with all the gusto. I yeah, started yeah, yeah. strong, yeah, but like yeah. the, it's that Gallagher gaze, you know. Like Liam can do it as well. Yeah. Uh, and um, and Noel is actually better at it, really. But like, just hit you for six. Yeah. I learned just... a lot. That taught me a lot about you know. I've always struggled with being in in the public spotlight and having to deal with like. So I I've, I learned how to like put on a facial expression that was unapproachable. From Noel Gallagher. That yeah. was like, I lifted that from him. I love that. <laughs> I it's, love a, that. it's a coping mechanism. You know? Well, good friends. Oh, I sister a band that you also toured with in 2014. Yeah. They're one of the best live bands I've ever seen. I remember when, when Tom was in the, Yeah. Talk Unreal. to me about that. Kasabian, of course. This was, uh, this was kind of like the first big tour that we got after, like, well, we did oh, Primal, Primal Scream. Scream, but there was like the yeah. first one when we had a lot of momentum, that word again. But it really that that tour really I felt boosted our, uh, us from this to be able to then set, go to the metro as uh, on our own show. I love but it was that. because it was like there was you know four or five thousand people. It was like the sound was very similar. You know we'd get on stage with Kasabian at the end of the show at the like last song, 
the fire. And oh, they cool. What's, what's, what's on? Really real, nice people. We do fire with them. Yeah, right. they let us sing. They let us jump so, on. Like they wore our, uh, Tom wore our um, Delta rigs. Like denim jack. I love that. You know, we all went out. Yeah, we all went out. I got kicked out of a pub with with Serge one night um, yes. for doing. We had a great. We had a great time. But yeah. the, the coolest thing about them, I think, was like this one. Again, this is kind of boring production stuff. But like most, when you it happens a lot with American bands, you kind of, it's like they won't let you use their lighting rig. You, they give you a decibel limit. It's like you can't use any of the production with Kasabian. They were like, and I'm pretty sure it was like Serge as well. He was like, he's like, oh yeah, just like. You know, just like use it. Like he's like, you're not going to top us. Like, do what you want. Take it. <laughs> yeah, you know, because yeah. they, they had that that English self confidence. They're like, yeah. we're Kasabian. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Try yeah. it. Try yeah. it out. You but know, I but- also remember asking Serge. We were like in Adelaide late at night, mm-hmm. and I was. I'm like, and he. They've just. They'd just come from headlining Glastonbury, and then came to Australia to do like a much smaller show. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. But that, again, they we talked about that it was fun. But then I remember watching this soccer pro am thing where he kicked this goal, right? And I, remember I said that. to him, I remember I'm like, that. I, remember I want to ask you something. I'm like, what is what felt better, like headlining Glastonbury last week or kicking? He goes, the goal, mate, hands down, the goal, <laughs> like straight up without hesitation, just like that goal. Mate was like the highlight of his life. Yeah, because they're from Leicester, right? Yeah, like, they're from Leicester. Leicester. I think they headlined the Leicester soccer stadium. There was like fifty thousand yeah. people, and he's like. The goal every time. Hell yeah, man! That's Which a pretty cool. cool thing to like. Absolutely, you man. know. Let's go international. I found this gig. Uh, London calling in Amsterdam with uh, you. Play oh, with yeah. these guys. Royal Blood. Royal Blood. There was um, Wolf Alice played. Wolf Alice. The Neighborhood. This band. There was. There was a called the Bro- uh, Broncho. I yeah, think we band. went on at like Broncho. midnight. Too. We went out we at one. Like, no, it was like one yeah. thirty-two a.m. Yeah. And um, also after that, so we had to do it. We, we had did an hour set, and we had to go straight into a van and go get straight to London because we had, had a one pm show at Hoxton for the Aussie barbecue. Yeah, oh, did you? The next yeah. day, so we drove at like from three thirty am. How long's the drive? Oh, it's about a, a ten hour drive or something. You made the gig next yeah, day. We yeah. made the gig. We oh, had we, ten, I think not it's without hours. its problems. It's so we hours. had we had a we had a bit of an issue in the van with like we had an English just because Jesse we couldn't get his visa. Jesse's sitting next to me here. Yeah, for yeah, those yeah. Of you at home. We couldn't get his visa sorted. He just joined the band, so we had to get this English guitarist. Oh, he was a and he, he was like, yeah. on paper, he was quite like he was one of us. We are, we have got a pretty strict doctorate of what we'll put up with in the Delta rigs. Like first and foremost, we're not jocks, so we don't get onto any mm-hmm. of like that motley crew. Yeah. Kind of, like oh. we don't, we're not into that sort no of stuff. No show That's a good yeah. thing. you know nothing. And secondly, we've we've got like we're very rude to each other, but we have good. We you know we've got manners. Like when it of actually course. counts. Standard. Yeah, of course. Um. And and this guy had and none, went of, out the none of that him. stuff. So we, that tour was like quite brutal. I remember that that drive. That I don't even want to say his name. I don't even no, give the credit on, on national radio. But yeah. but um, it was it was trying. It was a trying time. But our, our tour manager mad. had this trick that he used to do. Was when we would start getting too fired up in the back of the van, there was a switch for this heater. And like he knew that the heater would just put us all out. Within <laughs> like, like, everyone was so like the gas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Fight, yeah it was a classic trick. You just flick on the heater. Everyone just go. If he was sick of the conversation, sleep, you know, so like, you just get overheated and sleep. Fuck, man. That's so cool. What about uh, one year later? Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Th- this was the, I mean. I don't know where to start with this. I remember yeah, when we lot. got the news of that, uh, we had just got off the plane because we'd played in LA. We went to South by. Yeah. And we, yeah, but uh, we had one random show in LA on the we way We had home. a random show in LA on the way back yeah. at the Satellite Theater. And um, uh, I remember. We killed, but hang on, no, but hang we on. Before, this, show, before that, though, 
We were in. We were. We were staying in Silver Lake. We had a fridge full of booze. It was like afternoon sun. We were pounding. We were getting tanned in the backyard, yeah, yeah, yeah. and we we were like, look. Whatever, we've played all these great shows. Let's just do a wasted one. And someone, I can't remember who it said, someone someone had kind of brought up, it's like, well, all the shows have been so good. Why don't we just sober up and do and make the last show good as well? And Because we were all like idea. ready, ready mm. to just do a write-off show. Yeah. And yeah, now you can take back over. That was the show that the Foo Fighters management were there. And yeah, they it was were one, there. Oh, so it, was yeah, it was one of those shows. It was like a, sorry, it was a school. It was like a club show that was a weekly uh, residency. We just happened to get put on it. So the crowd were there for the bite band after us, but like Elliot, I just I was the best show he's ever done. Yeah. I think yeah, yeah, yeah. one of, but yeah. he kind of like you saw this flip in the crowd when it was by the end of the show they were just like we had everyone in the room. It Forget about real, the band yeah. after, yeah, but we're it was from Australia. But Foo yeah. Fighters management just happened to be at that show. Then we went like from that show. We didn't know this. We went out. We were on the bend. He had to get his tooth fixed because he chipped his tooth in New York. Yeah. Was it that trip? Mm. Yep. Mm. In the desert. We were just like haggard. Got on a plane, went back, landed, and then that's when we found out. And, and apparently they had requested us because they'd seen us play. And it just was this random, fortuitous, kind of like serendipitous event that happened. Man, it, there's so much chance in music, isn't there? That when you really break it you down, know, it's it just like. 100%. And like yeah. even down to the, I don't want to talk, you know, badly about anyone so i won't mention names here but there's a certain kind of um promoter that had brought those guys out who wanted their own uh artist on that bill yeah and it's so often it's like this kind of stuff as well it's like so mm. often you can just get brushed aside but to the credit to the foo fighters team they were like they found out about this i'm not going to mention the band either but they're like another they're good friends of ours too but yeah yeah yeah. the foo fighters were like no we this is the band we want we decided on these we guys we saw them win this crowd we over. saw them do this and we want them on the tour so yeah. we don't care what your australian agenda is we yeah. want the delta rigs you know like and it was Fuck really yeah. humbling for us because we were yeah. like that's huge we're we're an independent band we're always up against it you're always getting you know like brushed aside for and so to, to have someone like champion us like that was yeah. was huge and, and then we yeah we became really good friends with like all shift chris shift like we went to his house post that a few years later and came to our show came, in la yeah, a year later and i still talk to him and then obviously the taylor hawkins thing wife, that happened Ta- well taylor would yeah. come to you know taylor would come to our dressing room and hang out and we were i'm a huge queen fan yeah. which was the uh we'd just finished this tour in the states where we'd in some right. shithole town picked up like a a deck of queen playing cards because we play a lot of cards on mm. the road and it was a really good deck because it had these like obscure photos of you know of like roger taylor and freddie mercury and so i knew that Taylor and um, uh, David, as we were calling him on the David. tour, David, mm. uh, loved Queen. So when he kind of popped his head in, I was like, man, I've got something for you. Like, you need to check this out. And I, I pulled out these Queen playing cards and Taylor just like lost it. He was yeah. like, man, I need these. Like, can I have these? I want to go show them to Dave right now. I'm like, absolutely not. Like, there's no way that we're giving these up. These cards are yeah. too valuable. If I you let can't go have of these, they're yeah. not coming back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah. he kind of got like, I think he respected that a little bit. And then I kind of pushed that. Uh, this is my Taylor Hawkins story that I don't tell too often, but I feel like it's fitting now because in the, you know, yeah, we've yeah, lost yeah. a living legend and it's, it sucks. But one night we're at this hotel lobby, me and Monty and Taylor Hawkins. And it's in there. He wasn't drinking. We were having some beers. And I'm like, man, look, I heard you in Soundcheck the other day and you, and you don't know how to shuffle. That's right. And he got like, because he didn't. And he got like real upset about it. He's like, fuck that, man. I don't fucking know how to shuffle. I was like, no, no, no I saw it. I, I, I don't believe it. Anyway, the next day, we get to the soundtrack and it's just Taylor Hawkins on stage by himself just shuffling the shit out of his, like, Obviously, going to do his homework, you know, he was like, because some punk 
24-year-old Australian kid and said that he doesn't from the support band. And he never would have heard anything like that before. Like No one would have ever said that. Uh, One more, guys, and we've we've touched on it earlier, but I'm fascinated by this. Talk to me about supporting Billy Idol. Hilarious. Yeah. We heard that he he liked Guinness, so we we sent him like a little care package to his dressing room because we have Guinness on our rider. It's like one of the things that we get all the time. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's a, well, it's we we a did it. It was a bit note. of a it was a tongue in cheek bit because he'd bumped us out of. We were doing the Horton Pavilion, and he's got a very famous guitarist whose name's Steve Stevens. He did the the soundtrack for like Young Guns and yeah, yeah, Top yeah. Gun. Any movie with a gun in it, it seems yeah. Steve Stevens mm. did the soundtrack. Yeah. So they they took up all the dressing room quarters. So like we ended up in with this his like wardrobe, demountable. <laughs> like uh, yeah. we we're in a literally a demount, like a what, like a yeah, it was like a it was like a cool those, room. It was like a mobile. Oh really? A shipping yeah. container. Yeah, we yeah, were yeah. in a shipping container, yeah. and we were looking around. And we we're like, this pretty much looks like a can of Guinness if you were inside <laughs> one. So I think the note we the wrote note on it on a cheese it. board, like a wooden cutting board, is like, dear Billy Idol, thank you so much for having us. Yeah. Um, we're offering you this Guinness, you know, as a way to say thanks for, um, you know, taking us out on the road. Uh, if you want to see what our dressing room looks like, we encourage you to cut open the Guinness and put it <laughs> yeah. inside your face. No, 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 I think it was, yeah, if you want to see what the inside of a Guinness can looks like, come, come to, to our, our dressing, dressing room. room and meet us. <laughs> that, was, uh, that was it. <laughs> and what happened? He, he, he actually he turned up it. and we no, left. No, he, no. no, he did. He, we, oh, he, he turned did. up and no. we'd left. We went to the unicorn to go have beers. But he did a post on his um, Instagram. He's like, the Delta Rix. <laughs> like in his real deep voice, he goes, if God forgive me a Guinness. <laughs> But I um, done this without the, the first Irish show. Accent. The first show we did the Australian Open down here in Melbourne, and yeah. I'll never forget this. It was I shame myself for this to this day. Yeah, he had his like garb on. He had all these rings. He had his, his jewels. leather jacket open with yeah. no shirt. Yeah, and I walked straight off the stage, and he was there, and I was like, oh, I looked at him. He goes, oh, it's a great show, mate. I'm like, oh, thanks so much. And he went to fist pump, and I shook his fist <laughs> like this, and I grabbed it, and I was just like. Oh. And I just went, I went, I'm so sorry. And that was it. That was the only interaction I had with Billy Idol. But Dude, that's I, funny. I so, clenched his fist. So you've had Billy Idol. You've had Noel Gallagher. Who's who's your awkward run-in? My awkward run-in. Fuck. If there is one. Yes, it's, I know this one. It's a good, it's, it's, it's it a good a, thing it, if you well, don't it was have also had, this is. I mean, you, you might come up with another number. I'm going to tell this, this story. So it was on the Foo Fighters tour because <laughs> there was so many, like so many people coming through. We were hanging out with the guys from Pennywise, Lagwagon, Johnny Depp turned Johnny up. You know, like, oh, I got so yeah. exclusive with So this Johnny one Depp. time, but that's, that's different because yeah. this is funnier. <laughs> yeah. So Jesse comes up to me and he's like, man, I've just met these guys in catering. They're, they have strange accents. They're really nice, but... Have you ever heard of this band called My Cement? My Cement. My Cement. I don't yeah, know. There was this guy. My Cement. He was like, hanging he... out in the in the um in the like party room backstage, and he, and I, he like had long hair, and he was like looked like pretty metal, and you know like all the Foo Fighters yeah. friends are sort of hanging out there, like, and I was like, oh, what? Hey, man, like, what's your band? And he's like, <laughs> My Cement. And I was like, whoa, My Cement. But you kept on repeating pretty, it to. It sounds pretty metal, man. My Cement. What is this like? And it was around the time when Soundwave, Soundwave was, was happening. So yeah. like, I knew there were all these like metal guys everywhere. Yeah. And uh, anyway, it was of mice and men. That oh, is that the best. <laughs> that is the best. <laughs> so good. Oh, it, it played you for days. Like yeah, it wasn't until we got to like the next show that you talked to like 
someone from the Foos team or something like, oh no, that, those guys are from Mice uh, and Mice yeah, and Men. because they were right. on Soundwave, yeah. Unreal. My Cement. My Cement. Who are these that's, guys? That's They're not huge, your apparently. Cement. That's mine. I love that, dude. That's some pretty cool things, really, when you when you play it like that. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? Yeah. When you mm. get a refresh. But Thanks here's, uh, we've got one more game, all right? So this so, this is called... On Triple M's Homegrown with Matteo, it's time for... Uh-oh, it's my party or dinner. So this is called Right Party or Dinner. Okay, I'm going to give okay. you three artists. You can either write a song with them, mm-hmm. you can party with them, yep. or you're going to take them home to dinner. Love it. All right? Okay, so first artist. First artist, Tame Impala. Second artist. We can call it Neil or the whole band. Third artist. So we got Kylie Minogue. I'm into this. We got Tame Impala. Oh, yeah. We Who got Crowded first? House. Yeah, we all go. You can go collectively or you can go separately. So, so what you, is it? Right, dinner or party? I'm gonna say Kylie Minogue. I want to party with Kylie. You want to? Okay, so that sure. leaves you two more. Who are you taking home to yeah. dinner and who definitely, are you writing a song with? We're definitely having a long, long dinner with a bunch of red wine with, with Neil. Well, here we sure. go. We're on two okay. different... Okay. We're on different... Okay. Right, okay. I was going to say the opposite, okay. actually. Let's all go first. Who are we having dinner with? Okay. Mon- Monty, oh. I would have dinner with with Kylie Minogue. Yeah. I feel like you could get a lot of stories out of her yeah. rather than party when you're not And you're this not is talking. with your family, too. Yeah, so she's yeah. home with a big family dinner. I, I want to write with Kylie Minogue, to be okay. honest. I want to do... I don't know if she did Material Girl... Is that her? I'm not no, sure. That's Madonna. That's Madonna. Doesn't matter. She did same celebrate. shit. She it's did the same celebrate. shit. Like, it's, like, All right. So who's dinnering? Let's go round one. Dinner. Make it easier. So you're dinnering with I Kylie. Did, no, who, yeah, dinner with Kylie. Jesse, who are you dinning with? I'm dinnering with Tame Impala. I think. Okay, yeah. I like that. All right. I'm definitely dinnering with Neil. Like, I, okay. Oh, oh, I love this. I, love I mean, this. well, he's just this. He's he's a broad he's, guy. He's got some life yeah. experience. I always gravitate towards older kind of people because I, you know, they've got some, you know, yeah. Some uh, I good don't know. stories. Yeah, yeah, they got some, and... yeah, some knocks on their belt. But um... get on the red with Neil. That'll be fun, I reckon. Mm. All right. So writing a song. Who are we writing a song? I'd with? write with Neil, hands down. Hundred percent. That I mean, would be. Look, I'd write yeah. a song with all of them. Yeah, you well, would. But that's but not the game. Know, you can't that's not the that. game. I'm yeah. sorry for stepping outside <laughs> of the bounds there. But so, who are you writing with? Neil. Yeah. Neil. I think I'm still sticking with Kylie. I want to write with. With Kylie, yeah, for sure. So dinner, hundred percent, and then party with Kev. Is everyone part- party? Is everyone partying with Kev? I, I well, would because yeah. I've seen him. I've been around him partying once, and he likes to party. Yeah, he's a, he's a party boy. He's quite fun. Yeah. I was there one night when Kieran, he's a good time, Charlie. Kieran Callanan, yeah, coaxed him, like coerced. Sorry, um, Kevin Parker. He just won. We had just played "Let It Happen." At the APRA Music Awards, and he'd won the That's award, a fun night. right? Oh, cool. He won the award. So it's like this circular disc. And Kieran goaded <laughs> Kevin while he was wasted. He put a cone in the middle of the road and made him do the toss, you know, the. Yeah. Because the, 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 it's, like, it, it's like a disc yeah, with a, a hole in the middle. Yeah. So, so he threw yeah. his thing, and it was made the. It was in this alleyway with tall buildings. The whole after party. Just it was like the record stopped, and Kevin's just like, and this thing smashed on the ground. Really? And Kieran's just ducked off back into the like. He's so the, good at this. Yeah. I just heard a recent story from a- Angus Stone has a property up in um, Byron, right? In Byron, yeah. And he got this uh, ambassadorship from uh, Ford, who sent him out like a brand new Ford Explorer four wheel drive, and he'd, he'd barely driven it. Anyway, he invited Kieran round, or Kieran turned up somehow. And in the first three hours of being there, 
Karen wrote off this car. He wrote it off. Wrote it off. And then Ford just dropped them. And they were like, we're not sending you any more cars. What? Yeah. Angus was trying to be like, it wasn't even me. It was some obscure artist you've never heard of. <laughs> the yeah. most obscure. What was yeah. he doing? I'm doing a national do- treasure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like I'm, Paul Kelly. Yeah. Don't go to the bathroom near me. <laughs> <laughs> Lads, dude, nearly 50 minutes. So much fun. Oh, like, wow. Just cool. uh, unreal, guys. We love this song. Uh, playing gigs too. It's going to be exciting. Uh, much planned after this, these run of shows. More songs. Cool. Whole album. Yeah, yeah. So we've got we've got most of them done. We're just gonna start pumping them out. I think yes. that's the that's the plan. And then album next year. Maybe a trip to the botanical gardens with some cold sandwiches and why, Man, yeah. not, hey? why not you relive COVID? Live a little. <laughs> yes, excellent. Lads, thanks so much for chatting. Thanks, man. Right, you're a Thank legend. You. Thank you for having us.